Well, hell, and welcome to UCF Radio, The Beat. You're listening to Chatting It Up, the only radio show where, insert joke, I never put a joke there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, And I can't even use that as a joke because this is the first episode, Nolan. (laughs) I have to come up with an actual joke for this. Why not use the cat joke you did with Chris? I mean, I could, but then Chris is going to be like, oh, I already used that joke. This is so me. I, I can use the joke anyway. I All don't right. care what Chris has to say. All right. Well, hell, and welcome to UCM Radio, The Beat. You're listening to Chatting It Up, the only radio show where our entire studio audience is made up entirely of cats. I'm Greg Burns, and joining me today, we have very musically talented Nolan Crane, a secondary social studies education major here at UCM. Now, the wonderful jingle that you all heard before and soon after my show was made and played by Nolan here. You're welcome, Greg. Well, thank you. Yes. (laughs) Now, even though you are a secondary social studies education major, you have spent a lot of time with music. How many instruments can you play? Well, um, the official answer would be four, but technically, well, more realistically, it's only three. Because the spoons don't count. Yeah, okay. Well, perhaps the spoons don't count. Maybe to you the spoons don't count, but the spoons definitely count. In my heart, the spoons count in my opinion. Well, anyway, um, so f- so technically it's four. I can play, the, the three main ones that I can play are uh, uh, guitar, trumpet, and piano. The fourth ghost instrument would be the uh, mellophone or uh, marching French horn. I used to be able to play that in middle school, but it has been so long since I actually picked one up or tried to play one that I it would probably sound like absolute poopy. It would not sound very good. I tried to play one recently, actually, back, uh, I think it was last year in high school. I think they wanted me to play one for a concert. But it absolutely, it sounded like, I, I couldn't produce a note on that thing to save my life. I couldn't read any of the music. It was bad. But um, I used to be able to play it. It was... <laughs> <laughs> it was fun while it was fun while it lasted. But yeah, the main instruments are trumpet, guitar, and piano. Well, I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I was in band for a whole year playing the flute, and I never once learned how to play the flute. I think I've heard this story before. It's absolutely yeah. you're an absolute failure. Yep, I am, because no matter how hard I tried, I could not make a single note. And yet somehow everyone thought I knew what I was doing and knew I could play for an entire year. So much so that the next year everyone asked me, yo, Greg, why are you not in band? And I was all like, well, because I don't know how to play the flute. (laughs) And they'd all be like, what? You're the best flute player I know. And I'm like, "Uh, did you ever hear me play, though? And they're like, well, yeah, totally. When everyone else is playing, you're like, no, 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 no. Did you ever hear me, myself, play? They'd be like, well, now you say it. I was like, exactly. Exactly. Because I didn't know how to play, and somehow I got a B. There's a lot of people I know that do that, actually. They will um, they just pretend to play the instrument. I know a certain individual that I really don't want to name because she might listen to the show. It's Greg. It's not Greg. It's I me. Said, I said she. Hey, tell us to my gender. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's my, my apologies. So I'll just say it right now. My sister, she played clarinet and band for about two years in uh, high school. And she said she played it, and then she admitted later that she did not know how to play it. Well, she could play it. I've heard her play it before, but she was not very enthusiastic about it. And she uh, was very apathetic towards playing that instrument, and she just didn't put any effort in her last year. So it's kind of comical. Well, speaking of band, 
if we started a band right now, you with the guitar and like the lead singer and whatnot, and then me, the Triangle Wizard, <laughs> what would you name the band? Ooh, I had, I used to have, I, I swear to you, I used to have a list of cool band names that I made up, and I don't know what I did with that paper. It's probably at my house back all the way down in Branson. I thought Branson was up north. No. Oh, it's down? Yes. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Branson is very much south of here. It's like three hours south of here. I always thought you lived three hours north of here. Are you being serious? Yeah. What? Proves what a best friend I am. Dude. <laughs> No, you've never like looked up. You never like seen Branson on a map or anything. No. Oh man. You think I look at maps? Have you been to Branson before? Well, oh I, no, you don't have to answer that one. I, I think I, I already I've know the answer. I've been to Brunswick. That's eh, close enough. Isn't that like the bowling alley? Brunswick. Yeah. Probably. I think it is actually. <laughs> I've been to the bowling alley. <laughs> I mean that. Hey, that counts. As, they play music in there. It counts. <laughs> they, they have an arcade. It counts. Yeah. So yeah, um, I had I had a bunch of cool names, um, some, something like uh, like gas lamp firework, or uh, relay mountain, or something cool like that, or like um, a long rainy day. That'd be like something just like something ethereal, or something that really makes makes you think. Like I hate to use them as as an example, but like imagine dragons. Like dude, imagine dragons. Imagine dragons. I mean, I, I like some of their music, but I know a lot of people hate them for some reason. I don't know why. But yeah, something neat like that, I think, would be a neat band name. I Like I said, I used to have a big list of cool ones. Um, those are just the ones I can remember on off the top of my head. Well, as we all know, band life can get pretty crazy at times. What's some of the shenanigans that you and your friends used to get into? Oh, man, that's a... Oh, this is going to be nostalgic right here. So, I remember... My last, my senior year of band, there was a group of hooligans that inhabited the band. Uh, I'm not going to name any names. Uh, we'll call them Tim and Tim and Charlie. We'll call them that, even though that's really not their names. We were. It was in. Um. It was in a town called Reed Springs. We were. This is in marching band. Uh. I was the drum major for a marching band for about two years. Side tangent for a second. Being the drum major is one of the best experiences I've ever had. You might ask me the question later, but that's probably a good influence on why I chose a teaching profession. Being in a didactic role is really something fulfilling. But anyway, that's off topic. So shenanigans of band. So we were at Reed Springs, and there's apparently next to the high school, there's this abandoned hospital that nobody was supposed to go into. And you you can probably guess what Tim and Charlie did. So after we performed, and it was like late evening, they went into the hospital while nobody else was looking. And it's like in the middle of the woods. Like, I don't, even, I don't even know how they got to it. And they went like underground. And they did all this crazy stuff inside the hospital. And nobody knew about it because no teachers were there to supervise them. And they came back and they're all like, like sweating and panting and stuff like like, i'm like guys what happened what like why did you go over there i'm supposed to be in charge of you guys and like dude there was this like weird homeless dude and he started chasing us and stuff and it was like it was crazy man and i was just like why did you even go to the hospital in the first place and they both looked at each other and they were like i don't know like you guys have got to be either you guys are really either really brave or really stupid or both but it was it was yeah, it was comical. And there was one time, I think it was my, it was either the end of my sophomore year or the beginning of my junior year. These, one of the drummers, the drummer was a real character. I'm not going to name his name either, but the main drummer, one of the main drummers, he found a turtle on the side of the road and he brought it into the band room 
and we weren't doing anything that day because it was towards the end of the semester. Like we were just like hanging out and doing whatever. It was like one of the last days of school. And he sits the turtle down in the middle of the band room and lets it wander around the band room. And the goal was to see how long the turtle could walk around like that before the band director noticed. Oh my God. It was so funny. He walked by it so many times and he didn't even see it. It was, I used to have pictures of it on my phone. I really wish I could find those pictures again, but it was just so funny. It's not just like marching band that I have good memories of too. Uh, I was in show choir for four years as well. I have a lot of good memories from show choir. Just going to competitions and hanging out and meeting new people and things like that. There was this might this is a horror story from the trenches. There was my my last year, my senior year of show choir. We got a new uh, choreographer, the guy who makes all the dances for the show, and we went up all the way to Lake of the Ozarks. Which um, do you know where Lake of the Ozarks is? Yes, I'm not that uncultured, Nolan. Okay, but uh, that's good to know anyway. <laughs> so anyway, um, we went up to Lake of the Ozarks at this camp called Windermere, which is a pretty neat place. Check it out if you have the time. So the day before we, we were set to go up there, I was feeling like absolute poopy. I was so sick. I was like, and I my the back of my throat hurt so bad. And keep in mind, singing while you have while you have a horrible illness is not, and dancing too is not conducive for one another. They they do not match well. So we get there, and we were supposed to spend about like five days there. And the whole time, I was in just absolute agony. I still have pictures on my phone of what the back of my throat looked like. And uh, not safe for work warning. It was gross. I was like spitting up phlegm every every three minutes, trying to dance. It sounded like. I was trying to breathe through a garbage can and it was just like and then and that's not even the that's not even the first time I've been sick on a uh, on a choir trip like that I remember my freshman year so here's one of the best memories I have in show choir we have these 24-hour trips which is you wake up at three o'clock in the morning to go to to the bus and the bus buses you all the way to your uh, location your show choir location you put on two performances two usually being because we made it to finals most of the time and then by the time we were finished and by the time finals were over, you wouldn't get back till about four in the morning. So it was a full 24-hour trip of being awake. You couldn't sleep. I mean, you could, but you'd have to sneak with it. And I remember waking up that morning and I felt like absolute dog water. I was so sick and I had strep throat really bad and I had a fever. Put on two performances, sick as a dog, and my throat was just destroyed by the end of it. But by God, it was it's one of the best memories I have just being able like being so sick. And I remember I had this spray where I'd, I'd have to spray the back of my throat to numb it so I could actually sing because it hurt so bad. It was it was such an it was such an event. But I remember it so vividly because it was so much fun. It was like the first the, the town we went to is called Nevada. If you've ever heard of it. Have you heard of Nevada? I'll take that as a no. <laughs> you've never been to Nevada? No. OK. I've been to Nevada. Like the state? Yes. Okay, no, like, no, we didn't go all the way to Nevada like the state. We didn't bus all the way to Nevada. Why can't you just change the letter by, like, one so I can say yes to your questions? Well, I'm sorry, but, and that's, I even, that's another thing, too. I even asked about the name of the town, like, why the, why everybody pronounced it, uh, Nevada. And they're like, well, it's not Nevada, it's Nevada. I'm like, but why? (laughs) I was so confused by that. But no, yeah, I, I have so many, there was another time my senior year, and this is switching back to marching band now. It was, we were at Carl Junction. I'm going to guess, I'm going to go ahead and presume you've never heard of Carl Junction. If I say yes, will you believe me? No. Well, then what's the point of answering, Nolan? So anyway, we went to Carl Junction for a marching band competition. The weather was kind of inclement that day. It was very rainy. 
the show for my senior year when I was the drum major was called War Dance, and it was based off of a tribal dance that the people of New Zealand do before, like back in the back in the day, like before they went into battle. Uh, it's called the haka, and what what happened was the whole band did the haka with me and uh, my assistant drum major Tressa in the front of the marching band, and it was just like us, like going. Uh, you know, my makahiti, and it was like, oh, it was so much fun. We, so we got out on the field. We had these big, huge props set up, these big towers, and we started doing the haka. And all it just started downpouring rain. It just drenched all of. And we have these big, huge, heavy cotton uniforms that are all black and yellow because that was our that was our high school colors from Cassville. Our uniforms were completely drenched. The electronic piano we had out on the field was completely ruined, but we performed the entire show in the rain, like pouring down rain, and we actually placed in finals with that show. And even, like all the clinicians were like, "Yeah, good job guys for performing that in the rain. That could that had to be had to have been tough." And I remember running across the field to switch positions in the field for uh, conducting. I almost slipped on the field and fell right on my butt. And it would have been <laughs> it would have been hilarious if that actually happened, but it didn't. I'll just say this: if you're looking to join any show choir or any band or marching band, definitely do it. You'll make some of the best. And especially, I can't I can't speak for college because I'm not in a marching band or in a choir in college right now. But if you have the opportunity in high school definitely do it it's one of the it's some of the best experience like people say you make friendships in high school that last forever i agree with that but it didn't come from high school it came from the high school band and choir it definitely is definitely a very rewarding experience so yeah oh yeah and i i remember my achievement because you lightly skimmed over this but how you almost fell and that would have been awesome well in band the achievement that i got at the very end of the year was best fall. Best fall. Yep, yeah. everyone voted for me for best fall. Were you in a marching band? Yes. What? Uh, how did you? How did that happen? What? What happened? Well, I mean, I think it was just because like I fell so many times. I don't remember which one was probably like the best. I mean, I know one time like it rained for like maybe like two or three days, so super slippery, wet outside. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were slipping about. Well, while we were marching. I had to quickly do like a quick like sidestep kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I did it so many times that I was so used to it. But then that one time I did it, I was like in a really muddy spot. But it was like kind of like the hard mud that makes you slip further. So I actually slipped and fell and actually like slid down a little incline. Ugh. So I moved about like three or so feet away from my original spot. <laughs> that was probably the best one. And I also got like really muddy like all over. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, look at me in the mud. <laughs> That's another thing about marching band too is the early mornings waking up. So what happened is me being the drum major, the mindset of being a drum major is if you're on time, you're late, and if you're early, you're on time. So I would have to wake up at 5 o'clock every morning just to get to the field on time every morning for practice, and it was absolute H-E double hockey sticks. Oh, yeah. Be- like And, and uh, school was a half hour away, so I'd have to drive at like 5.30 in the morning, and it was awful. I almost fallen asleep many times at the wheel. Like, Luckily, un- my school was a lot closer. However, I would always bike in the morning to school at five so, o'clock though? yeah pretty much oh, <laughs> so yeah i was over there it was probably more like 5 30 because you know i wasn't one of the uh the leaders i was just a regular everyday fluter so Fluter. i just like you know biked over there <laughs> but yeah 
Uh, anyway, number one fan of the show, Billy D. Williams, emailed us wanting to know if you prefer Star Wars or Harry Potter. Well, I've thought long and hard about this, and by long and hard since you've asked like three seconds ago, but I used to be a really huge Star Wars nerd. Like me and my friends back in middle school used to love the heck out of Star Wars, and ever since Disney bought it, I can't help but really come to hate it. And I I say that I say that with a heavy heart because man, Star Wars used to be a big huge part of my life. I used to love Star Wars to death when I was a kid. And in fact, like when they announced that new trilogy uh that since Disney bought Lucasfilm, uh I was really excited for it because I'm like, Disney, they make good stuff, right? And that was, you know, I don't know how many years ago that was. So me and my dad went and saw like The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi and Rogue One in theaters. And after like I was like, well, Force Awakens is pretty good. Could I mean it wasn't you know anything spectacular, but it's a, it's serviceable. Rogue One that was easily the best of the for three of those three movies we saw because that's a pretty decent movie. Uh, the Last Jedi was absolute dog water. Yeah, I mean the trilogy that because like I absolutely loved Star Wars two before mm-hmm. Disney got involved, and then I was really. I was kind of in the middle for when Disney, because I already kind of like didn't entirely like Disney because of a lot of stuff that they were doing. I was like, ah, it's kind of iffy if I like this or not. Uh, But then I watched, you know, the trilogy they made. I was like, okay, these are like, okay. Some of these are really weird, what they decided to do for plot lines. But then just the solo movies and the shows that they were producing were still top-notch phenomenal. Like like The the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. Exactly. All-time favorite Star Wars show right there. I don't know. Clone Wars is up there for me, man. I used to watch the heck out of Clone Wars when I was younger. The only problem is that the Clone Wars isn't a Western, and I absolutely (laughs) love Westerns. (laughs) I know the Western part you're really a big big fan of, but Clone Wars, you have to admit, the Clone Wars, like the theme song with the drums and stuff, man, that gives me chills every time. Yes, the Clone Wars was a really good show, but... I still think Mando's better. Also, I just always loved Mandalorians because Boba Fett is one of my more favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, um, to, answer, to actually answer the question, I'd have to go with Harry Potter now because of how Disney ruined Star Wars because I've never read any of the books of Harry Potter, but I've seen the movies. And I have to say I'm a really big fan of the movies. They're very good movies. Okay, maybe you can answer this question correctly. <laughs> Something I'm sure a lot of listeners are wondering, what made you decide a major in secondary social studies education if you enjoy music so much? Well, I mentioned it a little bit earlier. So my mom is a teacher, right? And she gave me a good piece of advice that has stuck with me for a long time. She said, if you have, because this is back when I had no idea what I wanted to be when I got into college, um, back when I still was open option. And I, I asked my mom, how do you not get sick of being a teacher? I think it would be awful. And this is like a year or two ago. And she said, if being a teacher is so rewarding, if you know what you're doing, because if you have the chance to influence um, all the people that pass through your classroom, all the kids that pass through your classroom, if you have the opportunity to influence them for the better, like if you as a teacher have the ability to change people's lives for the better, if you want to, and it is a very rewarding experience. And that is something I've taken to heart, especially with music. So I mentioned I was a drum major, and I kind of touched on this a little bit. The reason being is that being a drum major was very, very rewarding for me. And being able to teach people that were like my my, my peers and stuff, 
I mean, it's obviously different when you when you're an adult teaching students, but when you're a student teaching other students, man, that is and you know what you're doing, it's a very rewarding experience. My love of music obviously still applies. I think I'll still like pursue something in music. I'll, I'll probably still play music as I get older. For the most part, being in a didactic role like the drum major very very much influenced me to be a teacher because I loved being able to teach other people like how to march, different things like that. And the reason you also asked me too, the reason was the reason for uh, social studies as education was uh, I'm very good at history. I find that history is the most interesting for me. Like I, I, con- I contemplated being a music ed teacher, but after seeing the program here at UCM, I just I don't think I could handle it. It's very rigorous and it's very time consuming. And generally you have to stay another year in school. And let me tell you, now this might, this might be a paradox and this might be a paradox but I hate the education system, like just in general. It's like, especially in high school, right? It is not conducive for students to learn. If students are failing, they get reprimanded by their teachers, even though it's the teacher's job to reprimand them. But you never know what that student is going through. You're never going to know what situation they may be in. Maybe they don't have any food on the table. Maybe they just need a friend. Maybe they're having a really bad home life. And if I can be a teacher... Because let me tell you, I've had my fair share of bad teachers in high school. If I can be a teacher that is a friend, that is friendly, if I can be a teacher that makes learning fun, if I can be a teacher that really influences people to be better, be better people, and then I can actually teach them something about history. Because history is very important. History, like, I mean, as the saying goes, if you don't know your history, you're bound to repeat it. So if you don't know your history, it's very, I mean, history is a very important subject. And since I'm very... I mean, I can memorize a lot of things, not to not to flex or anything. I just think I'd be a very good history teacher, and I think I can follow in my mom's footsteps uh, of being a teacher. I think that'd be very nice. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break here. When we get back, we'll be hearing from Nolan about what his favorite genre of music is. And welcome back to Chatting It Up on UCM Radio, The Beat. We last left off hearing from Nolan about why he actually chose to be a teaching major and also a bunch of the fun stories he had from band. (gasps) Nolan, do you know what time it is? It's Who's That Band? (laughs) Who's That Band? Who's That Band? Hit me up, what do we got? Now, the rules are simple, okay? We give you a line from a song, and you tell us who sung it. You ready? I'm ready. Mommy's just jealous. It's the Beastie Boys. Gee, I wonder who it could have... Oh, man, that's a tough Ten one. Ten seconds are on the clock. Ten seconds. Is it the Beastie Boys? Correct! Yay. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. Ten points to Gryffindor. All right. Sadly, the House Cup was canceled this year due to uh plague. 
Well, speaking of your picks of favorite things, what's your favorite genre of music? <sighs> um, mine too. Yeah, <laughs> I love me a good. <sighs> so, um, I listen to a lot of different kinds of music, but alternative rock would be my go-to. But I do like space rock. Space rock are bands like uh, Thirty Seconds to Mars. Well, some of some some music from these bands, I'll say. Starset, one hundred percent. They're a great band. They don't have a single bad song in the three in their three album run. I know a lot of people didn't like the third album that much, but every album, every song on that album is an absolute banger. Thirty Seconds to Mars has some pretty good music. Their older stuff, in particular, they did a lot of space rock before. And Muse, have you ever heard of Muse before? I cannot say I have. Okay. I'm an '80s baby myself, so uh, I absolutely love the '80s rock and the hair bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Muse is a good Muse is a great band too. Um, they make good music like uh, Knights of Cydonia, Mercy. Uh, Psycho, Plug In Baby, those are some really good songs. Continuing with the idea of alternative rock, or hard rock in particular maybe, some of my, my favorite band of all time, and I'm going to sound like an absolute emo absolute emo person when I say this, is Linkin Park. Linkin, that, that's my mom's favorite. Well, I'm sorry to say this, but you and me and your mom might have a lot more in common than you might think, honey. That scares me. Exactly. Why, why'd you call me honey? Does your mom not call you honey? No. Oh, sorry. Man, that's awkward. <laughs> Staples, ha! Huh. That your, was easy. Your joke backfired on you. Uh, yeah, I know. So, um, Linkin Park is my favorite band. They, I like every single album of theirs, except and I know any Linkin Park enthusiast in the in the crowd is gonna hate me for this. My mom probably. Does she, <laughs> you think she's gonna listen to the show? So I don't know. Okay, but I my least two favorite albums of theirs are their first two, and I'm not saying they're bad songs. I'm not saying they're bad albums. They're just not my like new metal. I'll say this: I like I like Meteora better than I like Hybrid Theory, and I'm not saying I hate them. I'm not saying I dislike them at all. I like them a lot, but those are my least two favorite albums. Maybe behind Living Things. I'm just gonna put that out there for anybody, any Linkin Park enthusiast, because I love Linkin Park. Even their new album, One More Light, right before the that came out a couple months before the lead singer tragically ended his life. I enjoyed that album a lot, and I know a lot of people hate it, but I find that music to be very enjoyable, even for a hard rock group like Linkin Park. So definitely, to answer your question, definitely um, hard rock or hard alternative or uh, space rock. But I also do like EDM music, like electronic dance music, especially like alternative EDM music. Bands like uh, Aviators or... Uh, like I mean, I, I wear those. Well, I know you wear Aviators, <laughs> but I'm talking about the band Aviators. I'm wearing five pairs right now. I, I can see that. It's very... I can see myself in the re- in the reflection. It's very discerning. I can't see anything. <laughs> but yeah, um, I like those kinds of bands. Um, I like that kind of music. I was going. I had another thought I was going to follow up on, but I can't remember what it was. Oh yeah, electronic dance music. I find like that one song by The Weeknd that this city's cold and empty. I love that song a lot. Or like um, Shelter by Porter Robinson and Maddie, and that's a good song. Probably in like, I'll, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna relate it back to Linkin Park again. They made an uh, EDM song with Steve Aoki called A Light That Never Comes. That's my favorite song from them. It's like my all-time favorite Linkin Park song. I love that song to death, and it's an EDM song, so what do you know? I know a lot of things, but one thing I don't know is if one of our listeners is aspiring to be a musician, what advice would you give them? Uh, one word. Practice. Practice makes progress, and progress can lead you to your version of perfection. Practicing music is... It can be tough at times. I know I definitely get frustrated practicing guitar a lot. 
it takes me it can sometimes take me several days to learn a song on guitar when i know like a, a friend of mine named jared he can pick up a song like that he's very good at guitar but definitely practice just practice as much as you can if you want to be a musician you have to be at the very top of your craft you have to be very skillful in what you're doing i wouldn't consider myself the best trumpet player but i got outstanding rookie and in, in my freshman year of marching band for playing the trumpet just because of how much, just how much music I learned and how much time I put in practicing. Just practice makes perfect. I know that's, a, and it's not true. The, the phrase, pra, like, the, reason I, the reason I included the, the word progress in my uh, earlier anecdote was practice does not make perfect. Practice makes progress. And progress leads to you to your own perfection. Now, what that means is there's no such thing as perfection, especially when it comes to music or teaching or anything you want to do. There's no such thing as perfection, but perfection is almost like beauty in a way. It is in the eye of the beholder, so you can get something as clean or as perfect as you want it to be with all the practice and progress you make, but to other people it might not be perfect and it might not be progress. So as long as you stick with your craft and hone your skills, you can be a very successful musician. That's almost all I have to say about that. But one more thing is that if you want to be a musician, you have to know a lot of people. You have to get in with the right crowd. You want to surround yourself with other musicians so you can, I mean, it might sound bad, but so you can compare yourself to them to see just, you know, how you can improve, who you can talk to, make good friends along the way. I forgot to mention this when I was talking about band and choir, but that's one of, like I said, some of the best friendships I ever made in high school were in band and choir. And that's because there are musicians as well. And we really bonded through music. And it was, it's something you really have to work towards, like your skills. But when you meet people who are, uh, of a like-minded they they have they share a similar interest as you especially music it becomes a lot more fun and a lot more interesting so i say find people who share similar interest in music as you and surround yourself with them and then use them to sort of judge yourself where you want to go and what you want to be so that's my two cents on that matter and thank you for that. That was actually very great. And I'm sure anyone who's listening who wants to go into music will definitely take that to heart. But sadly, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to just take a moment and thank my guest, Nolan Crane, here for joining us today. Absolutely. Uh, listen to our next episode to hear from Dr. Stephen Price, an associate professor of digital media production. I'm Greg Burns, and you've been listening to Chatting It Up on UCM Radio, The Beat. Thank <laughs> you.